You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, the weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor here at Kingsway. We're joined by three of our group leaders from the men's retreat this past weekend. We have Josh Halen, we have Rob Conrick, and we also have Trent Ross. These guys were instrumental in just... Having community happen uh, this past weekend, and as you're listening to this starting on Tuesday, uh, we are just a few days removed from a really impactful event, 116 Kingsway guys. Actually, a couple were non-Kingsway guys. It was cool to see uh, one guy comes to our church. He invited his brother, who's a pastor at, at a local church, and so he got to come and be poured into, and it was special to get to know him. Uh, Kyle Crow had a couple buddies come from college, and so uh, just neat to see those partnerships. And, and the interesting thing, guys, about uh, Alan's brother, who, who he brought, the pastor of the church, he said, hey, next year, let us know, and, and we'll bring some guys out. And so what a cool opportunity for us to, to love our neighbors, to partner with another church, which is one of our uh, vision pieces here at Kingsway and how it came about just so naturally uh, through invitation. And just like so much of our faith comes about, one guy inviting another, and so we saw that there. So guys, welcome. We just kind of want to talk about the retreat. Um Kind of give the highlights. And so, uh, Rob, you want to jump in first? What, where did you see God move? What stood out to you those 24 hours? The biggest impact for me was, was our groups. Um, each one of the guys in our group made such connection to each message by each sermon by you, Matt, and Brett. And they didn't just make a connection. They dove deep. And it was, it was really nice as men to open up to each other and see all of our struggles and see how we can all walk with each other. When you say that, I, some guys at home probably bristle and they're like, oh, no, I don't want to open up at all. And we really never know in a retreat how quickly that'll happen. And for some guys, it doesn't happen. They don't let those walls down. For other guys, uh, I'm thinking of one friend who he said it took last year to the, to the very last message, the very last words that Brett Cadwell said uh, two years ago at our last retreat. And he said, and God got me right there. And so you never know when it'll happen. So, Rob, it happened quickly for your group? Absolutely. Um, from from the jump, the first your first message on surrender, uh, we had guys just absolutely pouring it out, and it was so so cool to see them just give it out and see where God will take it. Mm. And, it's so cool, and to do it in community like that, where it's a safe space where other guys are coming alongside. Josh, what about you? What was the highlight? Yeah, you're asking me that, and I can barely move today. Um, I think it's funny when my wife comes home from a women's retreat, she's all refreshed, and, you know, they sit around and sing and, and eat good food, and a lot of the guys now today can't walk. But um, That's so true. <laughs> I, it's just the community. Um, I, I would echo, um, I mean, I had a lot of fun doing a, a, a lot of different things, but the group time to me was the most impactful Um you know, a lot of guys in our group, we knew each other. So I think there was a little more of that relationship where you were, you were digging deep into that, that vulnerability piece, but just, just even hear more of their hearts and, and just more of the same struggles and fears. And I think that's just the importance of that community. Um, guys coming around each other, uh, so much of what we do and, and when we don't step out, I think is rooted in fear. And, and that message on surrender was just huge. And I think also the message, um, just, we got a father that loves us and is proud of us. Um, and not all the guys had that. We had some guys that had some great relationships with their dads and we had some guys that just still don't have good relationships with their dads. And just to hear that message and just to be reminded of, of, of we have a father that loves us and proud of us. And it was just, 
it was good to see. There was a lot of laughs, um, a lot of letting go, um, also some tears at some times, which again, it's, it scares some guys, but that, that was the most impactful piece is just see guys let that guard down and just have that community. Trent? I think uh, starting off with the worship uh, on mm -hmm. Friday night mm -hmm. and uh, just the challenge right off the bat from Amos and, and the guys to just let it go mm -hmm. and uh, they they jumped right in and uh, and then when uh, I totally echo the the community time that we had in our in our small groups um, it seemed like everybody was there ready to be all in for the weekend and mm -hmm. and uh, share and uh, I know in our our group uh, the identity one um, mm -hmm. that Brent talked about really hit a lot of guys uh, Saturday morning and uh, um, you know guys got real very quickly and mm. uh, a couple of the guys we actually stopped after they shared something and prayed right then for wow. them and uh was pretty powerful yeah so for, for those that that weren't in attendance we had three sessions the first one we talked about surrender and and had white flags all around the room that guys picked up throughout the weekend uh, when it was their time to, to, to surrender something to God, uh, whether it was a big moment or whether it was something just that they've kind of drifted back into and they wanted to surrender again, they picked that up. And then Saturday morning, uh, Brett shared about having the love of the Father and, and just how God looks at us and, and God says to us, I love you and I'm proud of you. And that's a message many of us men didn't get from our fathers. And, and even if we did, it still felt conditional in many ways. And with God, it is not conditional. He loves us because we're his, we're his children. And that he feels the same way about you uh, listening at home, that he loves you because you're his son, you're his daughter. Um, and that's it. It's not what we do. And out of that love, we get to go and join this beautiful mission and, uh, and not waste our life. Matt said it in the final session that, that this is a real battle we are facing. And if you've been coming to Kingsway at all in January and February, uh, Matt's been talking about that spiritual warfare that happens, that unseen battle that's all around us. And, and Matt talked about the seen battle. Uh, there's a, a documentary about Burma and, and just the, the civil war that's been happening there for decades and in the real death and the real blood that happens uh, that really kind of woke Matt up as he watched that documentary and, and he said that's that's real and so is this the way that the enemy is fighting against us and trying to delay the return of Jesus uh, by picking us off and, and stalling us and and boy I love that that what was that shadow shadow missions that we do guys where we're, we're there's something we're passionate about. For me, it's fantasy sports. And so I was all in, you know, with my fantasy baseball team. I'm really good at it. And so I'm beating my friends at it. And it's distracting me from, from the true mission uh, Jesus has for me. And, and, and that was just so powerful to, to hear. And, and then another thing that stood out to me, guys, was when Matt said, not only is this not our home, this world, but it's enemy territory. Uh, the devil is in charge. God has given him charge for now. And, and so, you know, we're not supposed to get comfortable. This is the enemy ground. We're supposed to be fighting the battle, and we're going to get home someday, uh, but not quite yet. Guys, what else stood out, Josh, of those messages? You know, what was kind of ringing through your head as a takeaway? Yeah, there's a couple of things. I mean, I think the first thing, um, and you touched on, you know, having us open up in worship. There is nothing, there is nothing mm. better in this world than being in a room with over 100 guys yeah. just pouring out and singing. I mean... There was a few times I just had to stop almost with tears in my eyes and just listen to guys worshiping God, you know. Um, and there's just so much to, to be said about being in church and being part of worship and, and being around um, brothers in Christ. But I think, 
you know, that, that shadow, mm -hmm. that shadow mission was really important. I, I, I keep going back to the surrender. Um, and one of the things that, that Matt touched on was really powerful. He talked about how if, you know, you, you were downtown and you, maybe you stepped into a store and then you, you walked out of that store and, and there was somebody outside just beating your wife up yeah. or in, you know, would you run over and, and jump in and, and beat her up too? And I think a lot of times we do that as, um, you know, it's spiritual warfare. There's something going on in her life. There's something going on in our kid's life. I mean, it can be equated to anybody you have a relationship with. And are, are we pouring on? Are we, we also jumping in and, and, and beating them down? Or are we, are we lifting them up? Are we recognizing in a spiritual warfare, warfare? I think one of the things that came out of our group and what we were talking about is we own the tone in our home, uh, right? We own the tone. And we talked about getting shirts or putting, <laughs> putting on a door, but man, so many times you can walk home into your, into your door from work and you've given 10 hours, 12 hours. Sometimes you're exhausted and maybe your wife's had it or your, your kids are at each other. We got a couple teenagers in the house, <laughs> one officially a teenager today. And, and they, they love each other. Right, they Josh? do, right? <laughs> Brother, sister, teenagers. It's just amazing. But man, how, how good is it if I can come in and just set a different tone and, and, but to set that tone, I've got to be in relationship with God and I've got to be at his heart. Um, and I've got to surrender myself. So I, we really took that out. I know that wasn't the specific message, mm -hmm. but that just came out for us. Like we've got to surrender ourselves so we can be there to lead our families, man. Own the tone. That is, that is good. I like that a lot. Aaron Yoder's making shirts as we speak. I can, <laughs> I can hear the printing press going. He's like, I like that. We're, yeah. we're, we're putting that on. Maybe that's next year's men's retreat. Own the tone. <laughs> Trent, what, what was your kind of takeaway from the messages or your group time? Uh, again, the guys really identified with Brett's message and, and uh, you know, the illustration he gave with the moon of the, the front side being so bright and, you know, the face of the moon, but then the backside is dark and, and full of scars and bumps and bruises. And, and uh, the guys really identified with that and the whole fact of, you know, trying as men to kind of do the challenges on their own mm -hmm. and uh, putting on that, that face up front, um, but not letting people into to the dark stuff the the stuff they need help with on you know on the back side yeah and uh so the guys really were challenged by that and and uh, you know we challenged them within the group to you know depending on where they're at in their walk and and in their relationship with the church you know to either get into a men's group or a couple's group um and then not only that but to uh, then take that a step further and get that one or two guys that they can have as accountability partners and, and be there and know all the dirt and, yeah. and be there to encourage them and uplift them, uh, not to tear them down. That's so cool. I was sitting at a lunch uh, with, with a couple guys and, and the one guy was sharing, yeah, our families come to Kingsway and we, we just need connection. We need adult friends is what he said <laughs> because we have kids, but we don't have adult friends. And so right there, another guy at the table said, hey, our group's meeting tonight. Why don't you come check it out? And, and so they, they exchanged details and he met the leader and, and just right there in front of me. It was great. If, if everyone could do that, I wouldn't have a job. I'd love it. So please just start your own groups and <laughs> connect to each other and we're going to be in good shape. <laughs> but it was so cool to see it happen uh, just genuinely and, and Trent, I love that next steps. So many of our group leaders at the end wouldn't let guys go until they said, what's your next step? What are you, what are you doing next? Because as guys, we can, we can live in that moment. We can live on that mountaintop, but are we going to take the next step? Are we going to continue to become more like Jesus? Or are we just going to say, Hey, I went to the retreat and it was good and I was impacted and now I'm going back to my normal life. Um, Rob, I know your group had, you were challenging them. You were, you were saying what's next? How are we going to continue this? 
We we did. It was and it was really great that they that they were ready to take another challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we had a couple guys who were on the fence about even coming to the retreat. To get them to even open up after the first session was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and the coolest part for our group was how each session connected to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, when we gave the surrender away, but then when we when we went to identity, mm-hmm. a couple guys lost it. You know, as as men, as as boys, we've had fathers, coaches, teachers t- speak bad things into us, and we mm-hmm. we lived that life. Mm-hmm. But then as as you grow older and you start to start to get that relationship with God, something else is spoken into you. Do you live that life? And that, that was, I think that was something that connected really well with them. Um, I know for me personally, that was something that I was like, that was my aha moment. Yeah. I was like, this, this is, this is where it is. Finally, we, we've talked a little about this, but well, as men, it's easy to try and be the lone ranger. It's easy to try and conquer by ourselves what does that balance look like where we lead with vulnerability? How do we lead with strength as God has created us to do, but then also we're showing our feelings and we are real and we're humble and we're confessing our sin to the person we sin against and we're asking forgiveness. You know, Josh, how do we wrap all that together? Accommodation, because our culture is very, you know, masculinity is different than, than what we see in the Bible. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. I know for me, and I know where it really started all coming together for me in my life is we talked about it in the groups a little bit um, when we talked about community and coming together. And one of the questions was, it was like, who's that guy in your life? And we almost, we almost went over that and we stopped and said, but like, really, who is, who is that guy or that guy? Is it Trent? You touched on it. It's like, you've You've got to have that group of guys that that one or two that know you, that pour into you, that that know all those things, where you can be vulnerable. Because I've found is I've had that guy, and I'm vulnerable with that person. It allows me to be more vulnerable in other areas of my life, and maybe not as deep as with that person. But you really got to have somebody that you can connect with, um, that you can go deep, deep with. And I know that that has changed me dramatically, especially. So I, I was one of those that grew up that maybe didn't have that greatest, I didn't have a horrible relationship, didn't have that depth of relationship with my dad. So having somebody, another guy come alongside me may, has made a huge, huge difference. Rob, what would you say to those fathers out there that, that kind of feel like they're on their own? What should they do? You got to find a guy. Um, we, same thing in our group. We, it, was, it was the question, who's the one person who, we, we can all text each other, talk about sports, talk about something funny, we could do that, but who's really diving into you? Who's helping you walk that relationship to God? Who's helping you walk in your life with your marriage, with your children, who know you and can not just be vulnerable with you, but hold you accountable? And and that's the biggest thing. We have to have accountability partners. Yeah, it is so vital. Trent, as you walk out of this, what are you going to do to continue those relationships? And I know a lot of the guys in your group are your group members. And so that's, you know, naturally going to flow out of that, but other conversations you had with other guys, you know, what do you think the next few months look like before Wiffle Girl, which is coming in June. That's our next big men's event, June, uh, I think it's 10th and 11th. Uh, How do we keep in this? I guess is my question. Yeah. Like um, what I'm going to do, at least with my group is uh, I'm going to keep in contact with the guys that aren't in my men's group already. Um, just following up with them, encouraging them to, to make sure they take those next steps that they kind of shared within the group of, of getting into a group, whether it's a men's group or a couple's group, if they're, they're married or whatnot. Awesome. Um, 
you know, help them, you know, try to find uh, guys that they can have that one or two guys accountability with. Um, and, you know, in, in our group, guys that were in my men's group invited the guys that were in our group this weekend that aren't in a group nice. to come to the group. Nice. So um, I also had one of my guys tell me, well, you're going to have to, you're going to have to move. You're going to have to get a bigger house because if we keep getting guys in our group, we're not, you know, you're not going to have enough room. I'm, I'm like, well, summer's coming, so we'll, we'll go outside or whatever. But, uh, yeah, so I'm just, I'm going to try to follow up with them, encourage them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, you know, it's not going to stop with just the weekend. I'm, I'm going right. to be there for them. Right. And we hope all of our efforts uh, is part of that. So if you were part of the retreat, uh, please stay connected. We'll continue to connect with you. If you weren't, you know, it doesn't, it's okay. We, we, we can start now. Uh, so we would love to hear from you. You can always email me, a lynch at kingswaychurch.org. We want to connect you as we all become more like Jesus.